and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. And please welcome with me to the show the founder and editor-in-chief of LakelandNow.com, your online source for local information. Barry Friedman is here. Barry, hello. How you doing? Doing well. Doing good, good, good. Yeah? So we're going to take a free ride. Hell yeah. Take a free ride. That's right. <laughs> you, know, you know it's not going to be free? What's what? that? Naming rights to the RP Funding Center. Oh, no, that's not free. <gasps> not no, free. You know, and it's, it's right across the street. It is. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it should be the Polk County Live Center. What do you think? Yeah. Ooh, I thought you were going to say um, the Barry Friedman. Yeah, well, it could I don't be think the, we have the budget. I don't, yeah, I was going to say, we don't have the money for that. <laughs> it could be the Lakeland Now Center. I mean, you know, we, we wrote about the naming rights, and a lot of people thought it needs to have Lakeland in the title again. Mm. It's Lakeland Now Center. There you go. I don't have the budget either. No. <laughs> Together, do we have the budget? No, it's going to cost, I, yeah, I don't know how much it's going to cost, but last time they did the naming rights, it was so, it was part of a multi-million dollar deal, right? Yeah. Oh, darn it. So it was when the Lakeland Magic came to town. The Orlando Magic had, uh, you know, the, the, I guess they first called it the D-League, the Development League for yeah. the NBA, and um the Magic moved their D League team from I think it was Youngstown. Yeah, I believe it was Youngstown too. Yeah, it was to out of somewhere out of state. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they then they called it the G League because Gatorade got involved. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, part of the naming rights was, was was part of a big deal to bring the the Lakeland to the Magic to Lakeland. Mm. Say that three times real fast. Yeah, that's right. And um, I think I, I saw somewhere I think five million dollar deal for the whole package. Wow. Well, anyway, that was five years ago. That contract has expired, and mm. um, they're reneg- renegotiating it. City actually approved a new contract last year, last week, but naming rights are still up in the air. So, yeah, I guess uh, Tony Camarillo has said that some some uh, companies have submitted a proposal. They have, and there, I guess he's going to. He said he's going to choose one as soon as possible. Yeah, so uh, we're going to see who it is. I don't think it's going to be Lakeland now. It's not going to be Polk County Live. Polk County Live. But uh, that will that will be interesting. You know, the, the uh, RP Funding Center uh, is subsidized by the city. Uh, they don't right. make as much money as they, as they spend. Um, the people at the center say, well, you know, they bring in a lot of tourism dollars that help the community. They provide a lot of entertainment and uh, – they think the subsidy is worthwhile, but uh, the mayor would like them to reduce the subsidy. And one of the ways that they might be able to do that is through renegotiating this contract. Mm. So uh, one of the things that happens in the contract is the Magic are no longer the exclusive sellers of naming rights. So that's one thing. The city can can bring somebody in, maybe at more more cost. Man. And in addition, the revenue split between the city and the uh, Magic is more favorable to the city now, 50-50 instead of 70-30. Mm. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. One of the things happening at the center is that uh, if everything goes as planned, they're going to no longer be the promoter of events. They'll only be renting uh, this facility out to other promoters. 
So if that happens, that could jeopardize things like the Broadway series yeah. and uh, Classic Albums Live. Those are things that they produce right. locally. Mm. So wow. we'll see what happens there. It's going to be part of the city budgeting process. Budget hearings come up next month. So That would be a shame. Yeah. Well, well, I know that's that, what they say. I know yeah. that Classic Albums Live group, uh, they're out of Canada, mm-hmm. and they do shows like that all over the country. Right. Uh, so, but I think they draw from like regional artists to play. Yeah, I, I thought it was. A, it's, I've seen a lot of the same people uh, when I've attended yeah. the different albums. Now, my understanding is they've got uh, four or five different touring bands yeah, that yeah. do it. So, that, um, yeah, the ones I've seen have been good. They've yeah. been well done. Uh, a little pricey, I think, but that's just yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> but but they have been really good. They do the note for for a note. They don't. It's not a tribute band. They don't like dress up like the Rolling Stones right, right, or right. the Who or whoever. They just play it exactly the way it sounds on the album. So mm. you get a nice live album. So mm. what's what's the most uh, impressive or coolest performance that, that you guys have seen at the place that used to be called the Lakeland Center or the Lakeland <laughs> Civic Center? Mm. Mm. Oh, gosh. I, I, way back, I saw Van Halen there. Wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. It was uh, the Lakeland Civic Center, I believe, at right, the time. Right. You know, back when I lived in Tampa, which was the late 70s, early 80s, I actually came to Lakeland a lot for concerts. And mm-hmm. then by the time I moved to Lakeland in 1983, I didn't come as much because at that point it was more like hair bands, right? Had mm-hmm. metal and hair. And yeah, I really yeah. wasn't into that at the time. But I did see Bruce Springsteen here playing the River Tour. The coolest one, I think, was when U2, uh, U2 rehearsed their... Zootopia, Zootopia. What what was the name of that tour? It's called Zootopia. Zootopia? Something like that. No, I can't remember. Zootopia, I think, is a movie. Yeah. Anyway, they cartoon. uh, Yeah. They 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 rehearsed this tour here, and then they did the opening concert at the Lakeland Center. It was the only arena um, concert they did on that tour. Everything else was stadiums, Mm. and uh, I think it was the first time they performed one uh, live. All right, let's take a call. Good morning. You're live on Polk County Live. Who's this? Good morning. This is Julian. Hey, what's up? Good morning. Uh, just uh, wanted to mention, since Barry was talking about uh, Classic Sound Live and the uh, Civic Center over there, we saw the Dire Straits show they did the other night, and they mentioned that the next two shows are it. The city is not renewing their contract, which is wow. extremely sad. Yeah. So, oh, I wanted to see if he had any more information or anybody did on that. Somebody else said uh, that they had heard that same announcement. Uh, I don't have a whole lot more. I do think it may come up at the city budget hearings. Again, I think one is September, I'm going to say, 8th, and then one on the 22nd, I believe. Okay. I think they mentioned the city commission specifically was the one that wasn't renewing it. uh, Y'all have a great day. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Appreciate you calling. I liked liked when they had the ice skating there. I went there a couple times for ice skating. I think they still do that every year. No, they do that now with ice skating rink. That That's right. The and new, then new we rink. did, there was a dinosaur thing that I took Austin to that was really cool. You could ride a dinosaur. But the coolest thing that I saw there was Prince. Oh, wow. That'd be and pretty amazing. And I was amazing. right up against, so they, what, the first row seating was, so the stage is like eye level. And we were like just below that, but right up front. Because my right, girlfriend right. got the tickets and so you can look up at him, but boy, was he really short because he had a yep, huge right. oh, platform. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was amazing. He was quite he, a showman. Incredible. He was yeah. incredible. And I, I was very sad. 
to lose him. He yeah, was definitely. absolutely incredible. Definitely. But that was a great concert. Definitely, that was a great concert. So, so when you two was was rehearsing their their show here, um, they would come out. They'd in the rehearsals about ten eleven o'clock at night and come out the back of the Civic Center. And at the time, I was the news editor mm-hmm. at the Ledger, and uh, we took a break. We we used to work late. We worked till about twelve or one o'clock, getting the next day's paper ready. And uh, we took a break. About three or four of us from the news desk went over to the back of the Lakeland Civic Center. Obviously, it's uh, you know not too far from the from the Ledger Building, and we actually got autographs. We met them and got autographs. Oh, that nice. Night. So that was pretty cool. I That's gave cool. my autographs to the then 17-year-old neighbor across the street, and she thought I was the coolest adult ever. <laughs> Zuropa. Yeah, Zuropa. Oh, you looked it up? Zuropa tour. Yeah, they had just come out Zuropa. with a new album. And, 1993 uh, album. Mm. Right, right, exactly. Boy. Zuropa. Long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm old. Does it seem that long ago? Kind of surprised, Liz. Does it? Know it that. does. No, I, I mean, I, I didn't remember that exactly. I, I was. I figured it was in your Rolodex tripped of up by. Albums. I was tripped up by Zootopia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I came up with, and I, I was wrong. Yeah, that was the cartoon movie. Yeah. So uh, that was a good one too. A couple of changes in town. One, these are well, at least one of them we talked about before. It's about Silver Ring. We talked about the fact that they're losing their lease. Uh, their last day on Tennessee Avenue is next Monday. Their plans right now are to move across Munn Park. They're going to be moving in with CRISPRs on Kentucky Avenue. Yeah. Uh, menu remains the same. They'll have counter service instead of table service. But the thing I thought was kind of funny about that in an ironic kind of way it's back in the 1980s. There was a, another Cuban sandwich shop downtown called Julio's. They're on Edgewood now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Julio's was in a little kiosk on the side of the building where Crispers is now. Oh. So those were like the two places you got Cuban sandwiches, either Silver Ring or Julio's. And I'll admit I was a Julio's kind of guy. Mm. So when you say that they're going to be it with Crispers, is that they're going to be in the, like, Next door to them, or same, within the same sharing the same building, same building. The same separate counter, but same building, same space. Well, it's like a small plaza, so it's like there's like a store at the end, and there's crispers on the other side. And I didn't, I, I'm trying to understand. It's like apparently there's going to be in the middle. Apparently there's some unused kitchen space within crispers that okay. they plan to use for like catering or something, and okay. they're not using it. And so uh, now this was in mm-hmm. the in the ledger last week, and at the time there hadn't been a contract signed, so I guess it's still not 100 percent sure. But sure enough, that a lot of people are writing about it. Yeah. Okay. So it seems like it's something that's going to happen. I mean, the owner of Silver Ring seems yep. to believe that's what, yep. what's yep. going yep. to happen. Yep. So uh, I think they're looking at uh, October 1st as a possible opening day. Mm. Another thing happening, this also goes back to the 1980s. In the 1980s, Publix built a store at Oak Bridge Shopping Center on Hardin Boulevard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, I'd still think of it as a new store because I remember when it was brand new and just came up. But apparently mm-hmm. it's kind of aging and needs an update. Mm-hmm. So they are going to be knocking it down and uh, updating it with a totally new design. Apparently oh, the work man. could begin as soon as next month. Yeah. Every time I walk into that Publix, I feel like I'm walking back in time well, because, see, like, because uh, my grandmother and I used to go to that Publix sometimes, mm. and I was like really young, and I remember going in there, and it, it all looks exactly the same. Exactly, or really, it looks very similar, if anything. They're well, doing a lot of renovations yeah. well, stores, I, and they opened a new one in Bradenton, I think, the other day right. too. Mm-hmm. Right. It only takes it only took them two weeks to stock it. Wow! I was like. That seems really fast that to does. me, but yeah, yeah. I was talking to somebody at Publix who was like, "Oh, it took us two weeks." I'm like, "That's it." I wonder how long it's going to take them to re re uh, 
rehab Love that him. whole thing because with the one on Bartow Highway, Grove that Park, took, Grove that Park, took a while. Grove yeah, Park yeah. took, took a little while, yeah. 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 Take a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna demo the building, right? I think yeah. the Silkram yeah. Loop and then rebuild demo and then rebuild it. Yeah, I think the Silkram Loop redo also took about a year. Yeah, wow, it takes okay. a while. Yeah. So I remember when they redid uh, Southgate. That's one that mm-hmm. I go to, and we went to Oak Bridge during the uh, yeah. during that interim period, that was and a while ago, had to learn where yeah. everything else was. Yeah, and then of course when they reopened at Southgate. Had to relearn that one because it was a little bit different. Well, I think the mine is safe for a little while. Yeah, it's brand new. (laughs) Pretty new. Well, I mean, it's about a year and a half old now. Well, that's brand new to me. Yeah. So, uh, guys, remember to vote tomorrow, Election Day. Polls are open 7 to 7. That is true. Cast your ballot if you haven't uh, already done so. Lots of important things that you can vote for no matter what you're registered. Exactly. Barry, thank you very much. Barry Friedman, he is the founder and editor-in-chief of uh, LakelandNow.com. Check it out. It's your uh, local source online for all your local Lakeland information. See ya, Bear. See ya. Thanks. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. And it is time for Monday with the mayor on Polk County Live. It's uh, Mayor Bill Mutz of the city of Lakeland. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. It is great to be with you this morning. I heard a little bit of your RP funding talk on the way here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, you can give us the uh, commission side of this story. Sure. Well, I'm really excited, actually, at what RP funding has worked to accomplish. Uh, Tony Camarillo and his team have um, uh, made some good, positive changes uh, for um, increasing the profitability. You're cutting the loss. And um Things like uh, Broadway and the classic albums are not gone. They're they're working on renegotiating with them so that they'd have a bigger participation in uh, helping them not lose money and, right. and pay a little more for it. And so that's all up to the that you know those decisions are up to Tony and his team. Yeah, and then using the rentals as they can go along, and, I, and we're going to have a significant increase, we believe, in our, the naming rights income that we receive, which we did not have much of from the Magic. And so um, it, we still get the Magic to be able to play, but right. we get a shift in terms of the income <clears throat> that'll be forthcoming from the naming rights. So that, I think, will be announced pretty soon. So, uh, yeah, I was going to ask, uh, what kind of time frame are we looking at where we have to start calling it something else? It will be... Um, uh, probably by the end, uh, by October. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we get used to that. Uh, you know, I guess uh, uh, corporations uh, purchase the naming rights for arenas and stadiums all the time these days. I guess we're not yeah. saying it's the Erickson Event Center right now. No, yet, it is not. No, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. Uh, no, it's, I, it's you know, yours. whatever, it used to be the St. Times... Uh, St. Pete Times right. Forum, right. Yes. and then it was that. the Emily Arena, but uh, I still call it the Ice Palace, right? In, in Tampa, so to um, me, it's like the, the names, the lightning of, play, the names of these arenas and and event spaces have had. It was always just like that's just what they were called, and it was it. I never almost, I almost didn't even connect it to a brand in most cases. Mm-hmm. Like I just like the Emily Arena. I didn't know that. Like the Emily, that was a company. Yeah, Got I it. just thought that's that was what. what they, that's, that's why just, they did it. That's <laughs> just what it was called. I thought that's just what I was. Like, that's just what it's called. So uh, they're a Tampa-based uh, uh, petroleum company. Been, yes, been yes. around for a long additives. time. They're additives. Yeah. Yeah. additives. and that's just probably because of my age. But it's like I just didn't know that was a company. Like right. with the RP Funding Understood. Center, yeah. I didn't know 
the RP was a company. I just RP thought it was, funding. Yeah, RP I didn't funding, know. It just to never me, saw just, the office <clears throat> over there on Main Street. It never connected. I guess it was. It was that. It just sounds like one word. Mm-hmm. Well, it's they like, wasted all that money, didn't they? I know. It just sounded like. <laughs> well, I, I was a, I was a kid. I wasn't the demographic they were probably looking at. But it was like it, it's like when um. Sorry, guys. It's like how it doesn't kids, work. It's like how kids would say like Barack Obama. That's one. That's one word. Just, uh-huh. They would just do like that. That's just what I thought his name was. Just Barack Obama, not Barack or Obama. Just Barack kind of like Obama. a candy bar. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Like it does yeah. sound like a candy bar yeah. now that you said that. Exactly. So it's like when I heard these names, I just was like, oh, I guess yeah. it's just what it's called. I you didn't should make connect a candy that to anything. Bar. Well, those are revenue centers. And sure. The, and yeah. all performing arts centers. All I I say all, but I think virtually all um, lose money. So they, they're not net profitable um, because that's just part of the pressure of pricing and bringing events in. And obviously, it makes a wonderful economic impact positively to everybody that has events here. But so do just rentals make money Ooh. because they bring in families and teams and parents and they stay in the hotels. Yeah. And so um, uh, that model of you know blending and more rental usage alone uh, and less event orientation is a way to really help offset. And you can do both. So that's what they're working on doing because we don't want to take away the fun entertainment side of things. Right. I mean, arts are very popular and, well, and, uh, you and know, whatever the, the, the form it may take. And people have identities with those things, you mm-hmm. know, in whatever kind of uh, um, genre you're in. And so it's important mm-hmm. for us to do both. Yeah, I know some people that go to every single Classic Albums Live so, and, beca- and they love it. So uh, we got a lot of emails. Uh, I met you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and which I love because we flipped around and said, you know, this isn't us doing this. This is what do you want to figure out how to make it work? Mm -hmm. And and they are. They're working on it. So cool. Awesome. Don't count it out. Good. So how much did he say that they spent to get the naming rights? It was about around five million, I think. Yeah. So there that was the revenue gained by the magic. Right. That is correct. Not the revenue gained by, by the us city. locally. Right, yeah. So there's a Big large difference. differentiation difference. in what will be next if it occurs. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, what would be really cool is if they did, like, a contest and sold, like, a raffle ticket or something so that you could get your name on the center. And then everybody <laughs> You really want your ticket. name on this building. No, no really I don't. It. But I was just thinking, wouldn't that so be bad. cool? Because then everybody you, can you have a have, chance to get their name up there, but they can sell tickets. I don't think a raffle's going to— uh, We were thinking about the Lorian's Lobby. Oh, I you could buy lobby. just an area of the lobby. building. Oh. Sure. <laughs> I didn't think about it till the mayor came in and suggested it. I was like, oh, you know, that's something I never thought of to have my name on a building. Yeah, I'm not sure what uh, how much Raymond James pays to uh, name they must uh, the stadium lot. in Tampa. But uh, like with I'm Raymond sure James, I didn't know that was a company. See, but that but there's a general <laughs> I reason. I do now. But See, yes, and that is part of the reason they do it. It's to, yeah. It is to raise visibility. Mm. For things just, that you just say it, off. and that's right. just that's free right. advertisement, I guess. Right. When you're just it's saying the names. Right. Well, I was a, I was a, I know now, <laughs> but I didn't know like let's say like ten years ago. I had no idea. Mm. Right. Do you know what kind of company they are? I have no idea. What uh, the it's a financial. Okay, sure, yeah. Yes, that makes Raymond sense. James Financial, yeah. wow. which is a big St. Pete yeah. financial firm. Yeah. I, just, I just thought so it was a, it, the it, name of the the place. It that's lends more it credence to my idea. You know, you just name it oh. after somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just do a raffle. <laughs> so, so what else are we working on for our, well, our beautiful city? Uh, we're, we're right right now. We're still working on downtown planning, as you know, with mm. respect to expansions, and then um, getting the budget aligned. Uh, so that we can get that finalized, which is the thing we have to focus on the most right now, and doing it at the 
least possible amount of millage increase required, but just making it the public safety piece. Yeah. So that's going to be the thing that we really look at, I think, ultimately, unless something gets added that I'm not anticipating that it would be suggested to be added by maybe another commissioner. And um, uh, we're going to include in that probably uh, some additional monies that we didn't have allocated for arts and for um, uh, business entrepreneurial efforts okay. that weren't included. So uh, other than that, and, and do those things, I think, or my hope is when we get to budgeting, of course, we have to have Mike Brosart, our finance direct, director, do all his magic. But when we get to budgeting, we hope those two items will really be in the general fund already in the budget and that we've been able to move some reserves in to cover those. And then the only thing we would look at really in millage would be for fire and police. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, uh, as we continue to grow, we, we need additional personnel in both of those uh, uh, agencies. So Amen. Uh, I saw last week uh, where you guys uh, approved the project in the, the Ledger parking lot. Yes, we well, <laughs> yeah. that's going to be a wonderful neighbor of yours. It sounds, uh, oh. it sounds very interesting. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a great group that are putting it together. Um, they're thoughtful about their plans, great architectural con concepts uh, mm. to be included. Will become a hub for our cycling walk centers, you know, as we've mm -hmm. talked about earlier, and um, and a great split point to be able to do New York and then go out to Bonnet Springs Park um, here. So, yeah, uh, and then also some additional businesses that can be built yeah. in the little triangle that they're adding. It's mixed use retail, a parking garage, at some 500 uh, family apartments. Correct. Yeah, and we're encouraging them. This is interesting. This is they can go 120 feet. Uh, because that's a lower hole, kind of, if you will, you know, a lower mm -hmm. space, we're encouraging them to consider another two floors oh, and, wow. and and go even higher than that, wow. that we'd probably make an exception for. for, But it becomes really expensive when you do high rises yeah. to yeah. what you have to do in the ground when oh, you do yeah. that. So yeah. sometimes the uh, economics don't work. But because the ground is lower in that area, you can go, go higher. higher. You could go higher. That's, wow, that's cool. cool. And so, um, the, and they kind of twisted their head and we said, well, just look at it because, you know, if we can put a little more density in it and make it work and still have parking and all that thing, right. um, why not do it? Because it will, it would look nice in the total skyline of downtown. It's going to affect our view from here. Yes. It'll make it so that you can <laughs> yes. see all kinds of wonderful people who are growing in our city and adding to thriving value. That's right. So everything will be the same height, but it'll be taller. It, it'll be lower. It'll, that's, yeah, that's cool. lower. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's neat. As long as I can still see the rocket launches, I'm okay. That's pretty cool to <laughs> Which, watch. Which, by the way, here. when is the uh, another one coming it's up? It's coming up uh, this week, I think. Yeah. I think so, and that's yeah. the yeah. biggest launch ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the Saturn yeah. V's. They were so yes. cool. Yeah. yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. It's a big giant rocket. Yeah. So if it's not cloudy, we should be able to see it from here yeah. pretty easily. 29th, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's the 29th. I think you're right. We just had one on the 19th, and we had because Austin was here when we saw the one. Yeah. The Artemis. So that would be next Monday if it's on the 29th. Yeah. Cool. I can't wait. I love rocket. Mm, I do too. When we moved to Florida, we were over in Melbourne Beach because my dad uh, was working at the Kennedy Space Center because he's a computer repair technician. And so for the shuttle program, they moved him over there. And so he was working on the shuttle program. It was great. We we saw the launches from the house, but you could even feel it even from the house. And then when I worked Ooh. for Senator Bob Graham, uh, we were able to get tickets to his office to go out to the launches. That was awesome. 
What? Yeah. So look at her name. name drop. I know, I know, name but she got there. Here. Listen, so, we're sitting by somebody who's been by rocket launches, you know, yeah, former right, governor, right by <laughs> the right by the water. Like you could, you were on the water edge, and there, it was pretty amazing. The whole ground shakes, your whole body shakes. Yeah. It was great. That was terrifying. It was great. That's so scary. What's going on here? It was great. I have a neighbor that didn't realize you could see that from our neighborhood. Yeah. And I said, look. Yeah. What did they say? He said, what is that? What is that? I said, well, it's a rocket being launched uh, from Kennedy Space Center. Is that those aliens? Would you look at that? (laughs) Would you look look at that? Lynn and Nick and Lori and you're with the mayor of Lakeland, Mayor Bill Mutz. What a treat to be with you. We're so happy that you could be here. Uh, always uh, fun. So um, what else is happening that um, we should know about? Uh, no, I think you covered a lot of it this morning. And uh, it's nice to get through this hot summer. Uh, mm. We have God, I can't wait. Uh, so the, the, the most transitional thing that we're going to have, because I'm reminded of it because the electrical usage that we're using this summer yes. is to get our new rice engines in place to, that replace the coal plant. And that's going to be a year and a half for us to get that done. Mm. Um, but the loads at Lakeland Electric have been record i bet you know and so it was 98 yesterday oh yeah it was hot it was really Mm. really hot hot. and so um and and um so anyway that's going to be an important thing for us to get done as we continue to see loads increase we have some electric vehicles that we got some f-150 trucks at the city level we're going to try some of uh, those and we have six of them on order and got a wonderful opportunity to buy those but you know we still have a lot of issues on just electric only vehicles non-hybrids because yes. you can get stuck somewhere and right you, yes. to, you know you know it's it's more difficult and so we want to test that and do that slowly but that load shifts then to homes as those vehicles grow uh, which you know is even though we're working always on efficiencies we're loading a lot more electrically as we go along mm. yeah so now that, i mean it's clearly the the wave of, of the future or the electric sure. vehicles sure um, we, and just uh, we we talked about don't know how people are going to be able to afford it right and they're expensive mm. and the batteries are expensive we have to um, recognize too uh, there's been some discussion about how people's electric bills have gone up yeah everything we are doing is on any electric bill increases either the usage of the person or the fuel rate mm-hmm. increase because we're not raising electric rates we're only as changing adding, the fuel the surcharge, the, the fuel surcharge yeah. which we hedge against, which is complicated, but it's even less than the actual charge would have been had we not had these other hedging interests in place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, you'll pay a little bit more for your, your electric right now, but it's, yeah. I mean, mine is cycling in the you know, middle of the night more than it ever does. <laughs> right. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was I so hot. This morning, I walk out and it like smacks you in the face. That, that's how warm it is. Mm-hmm. It's like walking into but, a sauna. Mm, well, and, and when you have that kind of humidity. So we live it, in a swamp. Yeah, <laughs> it exactly. permeates into the house. Yes. And everybody thinks it's like this all year. It isn't. We have four right. months maybe that are better and eight wonderful months. You know, and we yeah. have to remember that. That's what I live in Florida for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our winter. And so, um, uh, but certainly it has been very, very hot. So I'm excited to see what we get done as we uh, work to finish this year. Our fiscal year ends in September 30th mm. uh, in some of the planning that we continue to have going on. So the new uh, budget ready to go? And we're, I, we're close. We're very, very close. And so it starts October 1st. We have to approve that then this oh, yeah. uh, um, next uh, in September. And doesn't there have to be a couple of votes on it, too? 
Yes, there do. There, <laughs> there, there have to be two. Well, you want to make sure. I love. I like the process. I, like, I think it, it's a good it's process. It's deliberate, yeah. and it makes it and it gives an opt out if somebody starts to get uncomfortable on why did we do that, and uh, so some of the things that are, used to be painful for me in terms of why does it take so long, you know, which is mm-hmm. the inside, you start to realize some of the value of that is overall for protection and not making knee jerk decisions and doing things that are prudent for the long haul. Mm-hmm. He is the mayor of the city of Lakeland. It's Mayor Bill Mutz. Uh, mayor Mutz, thanks a lot for uh, coming in today. We appreciate seeing you. It is my pleasure always, and you guys keep up the great work. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. Hello, and here's what's happening around Central Florida. Cowpokes and Bronco Busters alike descend upon Westgate River Ranch every Saturday night at 7.30 for an evening of fun for the whole family at the 1,200-seat Rodeo Arena. This real-life rodeo features trick riding, bull riding, calf roping, barrel racing, rodeo clown antics, and a patriotic flag-waving tribute to our armed forces, accompanied by uplifting classic country songs like Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA and Toby Keith's Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. In addition, kids are invited into the rodeo arena toward the end of the evening and get the opportunity to participate in a real calf scramble. Spread out over 1,700 acres and surrounded by more than 400,000 acres of state and federally protected wetlands, Westgate River Ranch Resort and Rodeo provides a sense of seclusion, which is one of the key reasons families love vacationing here. Visit their website, Westgate Destinations at WGResorts.com for directions and for more information. And that's what's happening around Central Florida. Polk County Live. Hey, it's Lynn Erickson. I'm the host of Polk County Live. You can hear the show every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Of course, it's the show where you turn to for all of your Polk County needs. If you want to know what's happening in the area, if you want to have a laugh or two in the morning as you're getting ready, as you're heading out to your job, tune us in. It's Polk County Live, 6 to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. On Talk Radio 96.7. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.